On the All American Dream Podcast, we are a team of title experts on a mission to provide valuable and tangible advice that will help you grow into the best version of yourself, both personally and professionally. This kind of growth takes time and effort, but we're here for the long haul and ready to put in the work. Are you? Today on the podcast, we are so excited to welcome Brittany Schull. Brittany is the founder of the Brittany Schull team with EXP Realty. Having started in the industry when she was just 19 years old, Brittany has an array of experience from not only the agent side, but also with mortgage, building, and interior design. Today, Brittany shares all about her passion for helping people grow and the driving factors behind her success in the industry. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. So let's just dive right into the questions. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started in real estate to how you started your own team and where you're at today. Yeah, I um, I actually started in real estate at 19. So it's a wow. family, it was a family business back then. Um, I, I went off to college to actually be a social worker and um, nine months in was like, this is too tough. Yeah, I was like, this is going to destroy my future family because I'm emotionally like involved in all of this. It's mm -hmm. just not going to work for me. Um, and my mom was a realtor and my grandparents were pro um, property managers. So I decided like if I go into real estate, it's going to make me more money and then I can help people in a bigger way without yeah. like being emotionally drained. Although I would say real estate can also be emotionally draining. <laughs> so I, I didn't think that part through. However, um, it has been fun. So I did that until like, you know, the inevitable market crash. And um, then I went and did mortgages because everybody was refinancing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, did that for a few years and went back to school for interior design. So got a degree from the Art Institute oh. in Minneapolis for Interior design. Very cool. Yeah. Which real estate led me to that. I had this like, aha, like I love walking into spaces and helping people reconfigure and understand the possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, so once I finished that degree, I went and worked for a national builder um, for several years and I was their um, interior designer. I helped all the homeowners in Minnesota um, pick all their selections and um, did like exterior color packages. And That's fun. Yeah, decorated models and it was fun. Um, it eventually just felt like the same every day. Mm. Like it wasn't as creative as I expected it to be from a design standpoint. So I decided to reinstate my real estate license and I went on maternity leave and then quit my job and was like, okay, I have a newborn, let's sell real estate and like <laughs> start with no income. And uh, yeah, and then that was six and a half years ago. I have a six and a half year old who's like a miniature realtor. He has his own little, um, his, he has a show called BST Buzz because, you know, we're the BST. Yeah, yeah. And he gets really into it. So, you know, check it out on Instagram. But um, yeah, we, he was on my hip and I just decided that I needed to work really hard to support him and build a business. And that's what we did. And you were on a team, right? Yes. And then you were on a team. And then when you left to be, go out on your own and start building a team, what, like, I don't want to say what made you do that. What triggered that? Yeah, but like what triggered on, cause like yeah. not everyone can be a team leader. Yeah. Even Some days they think they can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, how, like what in you thought, okay, I am, I am meant for this. I'm going to do this. And this is what my thoughts are of how I would like to grow my team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so tons of thoughts. First of all, um, you know, one of the big ones was I've always loved like coaching and mentoring and helping people grow. I, from the age of 19, when I did leave social work, I had this vision one day, like having a company or several companies, um, that I could help single moms, um, find careers bigger than like their generational, like thought process, right? Like what Mm -hmm. we grew up in, like we don't have to just exist in that. And, um, although I was, I've been a very blessed single mom when I was, um, I saw like poverty within that. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, one day I'm going to own houses, give them like homes of hope where they can raise their children in a real home and then give them career opportunities. And so that was like a big driver throughout my twenties. Um, and then, yeah, I did really well in real estate and I kept like doing more and more and realized that maybe I, it it was time. It was just time to try it. Like the reason I hadn't done it sooner is one, I was, I'm like, was really good friends with, I still am uh, great friends. He married my husband and I, and uh, just nine months ago. And I was really good friends with my team owner and we ran it a lot. Like we were family, family and, you know, um, going the same direction. And, but like our lives were changing and what we need, what he needed and I needed were different. And so I had to kind of make the call, like it's time to take the risk Mm -hmm. and see if I'm cut out for it and see if I can take it to that next level and, and meet those goals of helping other people. What would you, sorry, no, No, go ahead. Um, What would you say is like main marketing techniques or things you use to help support that and your team? Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a tough question. Cause I, I guess I don't really consider myself like a marketer, right? Like, I, but you are girlfriend, you're running yeah. a team, right? So I would say that the model I have or what I've lived by and taught is like, if we love well, it all comes back. And so we really like, we're, that. we're hugely like, I started my business again with an infant on my hip and was like, I'm going to get involved in everything I love. And I'm going to get involved in a big way. I'm going to like figure out how to be on their leadership team for mops, golf leagues, crystal crime prevention committee. Like, I mean, you name it, book clubs. I was a part of, and I still am actually. And now I am in California and in Minnesota. I'm like in all these things and, and I'm passionate about them. And I think like, and I'm all in. And so I, I think people, I build really good relationships. And then I've taught other people like, Hey, you don't need to buy leads. Let's, Let's work on building really good relationships, but also never thinking of a person as a transaction, thinking of them as like, if I pour out to them, maybe someday a transaction will come or like the universe will pay it back. Right. Like, I love that because I think that, um, not dogging some of you out there that are listening to this, <laughs> but is that I think in the last two years, because like fish are jumping in the boat, right? That, yeah. um, a lot of people didn't necessarily have the customer in mind yes. of doing what's best for the customer. Yeah. And so I love that something like I love about you guys and your team is yeah. that that is your customer centric focus and doing the best for your person instead of it is isn't like you said it isn't a transaction it isn't just another um deal that you're just like trying to do it is that this is the biggest investment that someone is making in their entire lives yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I love just hearing about your whole background and how it led you here it's just 
it's so you how you're running your team too and I just met oh, you but you. just from what you've said <laughs> it's so you like yeah how you started in social work because you wanted to help people and then you moved to real estate to find something where you could still help people but not get yeah. as emotionally drained and then the way that you're running your team and everything it's it's kind of like a, a linear not a linear but everything kind of flows in it does, to the yeah. other yeah. And I, I mean, back again, when I was 19, I was like, my goal is to make every client that comes into my life, a friend or family member. So if they start as a client, my goal is to make like become a friend or family member of theirs. And if they start as a friend, like I'm grateful that they have chosen me to and be, you. yeah, like trusted mm -hmm. me to be my client. Um, and I think that is where like we, we really focus. We talk about it all the time, like come from contribution, check on people, take them to coffee, like people want community. And especially in the last two years, everyone hid and mm -hmm. decided like, oh, I can do this all alone. And I think right now we're, we're seeing that people like the depression rates and the things that people are going through and they were doing it all alone. They've, they're like bursting out of it. Like I can't anymore. And we talk about that a lot on our team meetings where like, uh, each one of us will, will be like, man, I met with this person today and like everything seemed amazing, but they just poured their heart out and I wasn't like, yeah, so did you get a deal out of it? No, it's how did you love them through that? And what can we do as a group of people who love people? Like, what can we do tomorrow and next week to continue loving them or offering support to them through whatever they're going through? And, and like, what goes around comes around. And I, I just have never counted people as transactions. And that's our model, I guess. Which That's is very to. cool because it's one thing to say it and it's another thing to truly believe it and practice it. Actions but when plus you, words. Right. Yeah. When you love someone and actually care about someone that much and you show it like that, it goes way beyond the transaction. And if you get a transaction out of it, like great. But if not, like you're still, you're leaving that person in a better state or like helping them become a better person yeah. on their own too. Absolutely. That's our hope. So what do you do then? So like, let's say you have a new agent that comes on board yeah, and they don't, they're, so they're like, so, you know, Brittany, I can love a lot, but like things aren't coming. Like what, right. what, what do I, what is your advice to them? Because like anyone starting out in the business is there's not a lot of money. There's a limited no, no. budget, right? They're right. trying to figure out like, how am I, how am I going to navigate this? Yeah. And so what is something you would recommend or say? Yeah. Um, I mean, we hone in hard again on like, what, what are your passions and how can you get involved in those passions to a greater level to be in front of more people who think and live like you, right? Like we're going to have better connections with people who are on the same page and those connections are going to lead to transactions. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've lived in California 50, 50 for a year and I've, I've closed only six transactions in the nine months I've been licensed all of them have just been like, I joined the chambers and I participated in fall festival or I donated to a church event or I volunteered the, all the connections I, the transactions I have had, they weren't from buying anything. They weren't from leads. They were from creating a genuine conversation, which never starts with me talking about real estate, but always loops back around somehow. Everybody wants to know what you do and why you do mm -hmm, it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, my cousin or my sister or whatever. Um, it is. It could be a slower business plan. That's for sure. Um, I was told at my previous broker, like, that, this will never work. You're going to put too many hours into this plan. You need to be cold calling. And I was like, okay, well, I actually chose to be in this business 
because I want to enjoy what I do. Yeah. And so if I have to only do tasks that I don't enjoy, then I don't, then I'd not fit. But if I'm willing to be focused and consistent with the tasks that I enjoy doing, it will work out. And yeah, that model's not necessarily for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Like if that's your style and you're, you Mm -hmm. are like, like more introvert and don't want to run ladies nights and book clubs and be a part of all these committees like that. It is a lot of work. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of hours, but it was more organic and you make relationships that where trust already exists. And right. those types of deals are way easier. And not only that, I, I was just with somebody last night. I have been a part of engagements. I've, I've been named babies that families didn't even know were on their way. <laughs> like as a realtor, you get to be a part of some of the biggest, not just financial transactions, but like life events, divorces. Like we've helped people through divorces in such a like, like, caring, caring, empathetic, like, yeah, yeah, like Like, we are here for you. You can cry to me, you know, Mm -hmm. on a therapeutic level that I think those are the reasons, like I I always say like real estate's a means to ministry. And that doesn't mean so I can like shove my faith down anyone's throat, but it means like real estate gives me the opportunity to be a part of people's lives in a bigger way in Mm -hmm. many ways and not, it's not limited to a sale of a property. Yeah. I love that. So what would you say, like as a new agent, I know you talked about using your passions to, and like using that to your strength to find people who are similar to you. So if someone's new starting out and they don't necessarily have a network already to host like a ladies night or like a happy hour, like you were saying, what, what would be some tangible good ways to get out there and to find people like you yeah on on that level yeah yeah because it is hard to I mean we've all been to networking events right and we've all been a part of different organizations at networking events and it's um not every one of them but it can get clicky yeah when you go in and so like Mm -hmm. especially when you're new in the title business and like you know I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this networking event and then I don't know anyone. And then I'm trying to talk and they're like, oh yeah, you're a new title girl. You know, like like, you got to So insert yourself in. Yeah. It's it's hard. Man, I I will say all the time, I have the, the greatest social anxiety that no one will ever know. Right. Like I actually, you know, my goal is to get invited to the baby shower and then I get the invite and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm only going to know one person and they're the center of attention. And I, how am I going to ever hold a conversation? And I, I will stick, stand to my like initial statement, join stuff and be involved. Like, um, I, like I said, California one year ago and I'm like, I don't know anybody. And my husband is not as extrovert as me. He does not need social interactions all the time. And so he was no help. (laughs) I, I had to like, and he's already said like, man, you have more friends here than I have. And I'm (laughs) born and raised here. Like I've lived here 40 years and nobody's calling me and asking me to, for a happy hour and they're calling me but that's that's because i show up to, to the things like i show up and i put the effort mm-hmm. in i don't just sign up and then show up in the background mm-hmm. i show up and then i volunteer to be a part of running something it's it's you get what you give yes yeah so like it is a lot of work i'm not real estate's a lot of work Building a business is a lot of work, no matter what business you're building. But that is, I mean, again, like I joined the chambers and I've already run three or four events with them and I'm becoming 
a part of their leadership, right? Like, mm-hmm. because I'm showing up and showing that I'm vested and interested and I care and I'm community driven. And that even without my logo on me, like it's my face that's going to continue showing up and people are going to go, wow, she like keeps throwing these events for kids and she's so helpful and kind. And that is where it's going to lead to. So, I mean, you can buy leads and you can like, or here's a simple one for new agents. I door knock, like I still door knock. Um, yeah, you don't hear about that anymore. Yeah. No, I, I door knock. I all like, okay, Halloween's coming up. Um, Autumn and I, since day one, so I've, Autumn's been, we've been working together for almost seven years. We, since day one, have reverse trick-or-treated. Like, who's no, who's going to, you're going to knock on their door and they're going to be like, um, no, no, you take that small bag of candy with your card stapled to it and take it back. No, they're going to be like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, you're giving me candy before I give all your kids candy? Fantastic. That's like, a great idea. Right? Like simple little inexpensive, like I'm your neighborhood expert. We just, we had a agent that um, just moved to a new neighborhood and we had her host ice cream in the park at her local park. And before that she had to do like three sessions of door knocking with different things like a, hi, I'm your new neighbor, but I'm also your local realtor. Here's me and my family. This is where we live, yada, yada. And then move on to, hey, I'm throwing an ice cream social. It's all free. We'd love to see you. And then, hey, just another reminder, it's coming up tomorrow. She had like 58 people out of 200 neighbors that she liked or knocked show up. That's now, did awesome. she instantly get a client from that? No, but nothing about real estate is instant. No. So that's that's like, you're, nothing is going to be like a quick instant return. You have to be in it for the long game. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a personal question? Yes. Because I'm a mom of two. Okay. How do you um, balance it all? Like what's a tip or trick? Because it's, it's a, especially to the level of you're talking about, right? Like it yeah. does take a lot of time and dedication to do various yeah. clubs and books and um, chambers. And then also you have a special cause you're going back and forth. Yeah. So how, what is a tip or trick that you could give to, um, that to, to that, the single mom that I was when I started all of this, I, well, my kid went everywhere with me and I used to call it like play dates and coffee dates. So play date, I would plan things with other moms. Like my, my sphere was mom's Mm-hmm. And there were most of them were you know married moms. It didn't have to be married or single or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my sphere was, hey, let's get our kids together. They had a lot of fun at Mops on Tuesday. Let's plan a play date. And then we're sitting having coffee. The kids are entertaining and building. I'm building that deeper relationship. And that was like a huge area for me. Um, and my kid was like my little mascot. I mean, he came to every showing for five years every showing. Wow. And, and I was a real human to my clients. Like, Hey guys, like I can show for sure, get you into that house at five, but daycare closes at five. So I'm going to have to pick him up first. Are you cool with that? And they're like, heck yeah. Thank you for like letting us be inside your life. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I like to believe that I was teaching him like strong work ethic and, mm-hmm. yeah, and 100%. entrepreneurship, like all, all that kind of stuff. Right. So he's part of the team. He's just not licensed yet. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's a great example of what you were saying about using your passions yes. and things in your life to meet other people that yes. are similar to you. 
Yeah. So like now I have a loving, helpful husband and my son actually just last week, he's like, mom, it's not fair. I never get to see houses with you anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that amazing? You used to like, be like, man, we have to go see another house. I just want to go home. Um, we ate a lot of dinners in the car while driving, but we, we got it done. And now I have a loving husband who's like, go, I make the kids dinner. And that, that helps a lot, but I still use their events. Like I volunteer at their school and I use their sporting events to get me in front of the people that are like-minded young families. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that I also like, I understand what their needs are in a home. Is that your dreamy client? Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause it's a, it's a lot of rewarding, right? When you can have someone, let's just say it's like going to the next level of like the home that they've written, like how rewarding it yeah. is that to see mm-hmm. them through that process. So man, I, I'm like a, I'm not a, when everyone, anyone is like, pick this or that. I'm always like both. Duh. Um, I, <laughs> I more have the a, yeah, I have a very strong passion for first time home buyers. Um, and most people at this point in their career would be like, no, you're supposed to be like only targeting listings and luxury. But I love helping, especially like a single young person buy their first house. Like there is no greater pleasure than helping them. And then one year later, sending them the email, telling them how much equity they've gained and like how much richer they are in their household wealth. Like, I don't know. I just, I love that process and I love being able to share that with people. So I do love a first time home buyer. And if you do it right, first time home buyers eventually turn into move up buyers. Yes. So mm-hmm. yes. you're there just you building your future. Right. Um, I also do, I love a young family. Because I can, I can understand their needs. Like, oh, you need like that front room isn't a dining room. That's a perfect toy room, right? Like mm-hmm. you can relate of like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm living in room it. To yeah. Drop all their stuff off and their bags and yeah, know, everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm like living there the same on the same wavelength. So it's easy for me to relate and then to like really guide well and hear their needs and passions well because I I just like I'm there with Mm -hmm. them you know um then I like I love when a client's like my mom is an empty nester now and wants to sell her house I'm like yes I got the (laughs) referral right like so I mean but I would they're all amazing but I would say like the people I can relate the most to are of course your like dreamy dreamy clients yeah you're dreamy So are you constantly looking for new clubs and groups around the community that you can join or do you, is it like you found what you like and new people are coming into that or how do you, how do you get in front of new people after being involved in the same one for a while and how do you kind of keep it fresh? Well, I'm at Aries. So like I love adventure and new things, right? Like I love new things. So I, I, there's this running joke that I always pick up girls at the gym because I've made so many best friends at the gym and all at different gyms because I get bored eventually and then I've got to find a new hobby. So I like, thank you to Autumn from our team who recently started pickleball. I was like, Ooh. oh, I want to try that and also fell in love. And now I am like just starting up a pickleball league. And yeah, so yes, I'm always looking for new things. Now there are certain things that I stay consistent with. But my life is evolving as my kids age, as my hobbies change, as I age. As, like As you evolve, right? Because yeah. you evolve mm-hmm. over your... Yeah. And then I'm going to try something new and go, eh, okay. But then I'm going to try something else and it's going to become what my new thing, right? And yeah. so, yeah, I'm I'm always looking for new, new and exciting and fun ways to meet people. 
Well, and one of the things I notice is, and you know, we'll put your um, Instagram handles in here, is that you guys always start new things and like how do you decide when to switch up your marketing strategy and also be creative and fresh and especially in regards to your videos because I'm let's just face it and be real it's like there's a lot of the same people doing the same thing doing yeah. the same reel doing the same tiktok yeah we're probably even guilty of yeah that for <laughs> but like you have to keep it fresh and exciting to to capture them yeah from you so and to different differentiate yourself yeah so what what would you say is well I don't I wouldn't consider myself very good at any of that um man it's like pulling teeth to to like film stuff um but I've you know you get better over time I I don't know I mean I I try to like watch current topics I try to like read the articles in Inman and um KCM and just like follow the market and and then I, I try to recognize like, what am I getting the most comments from clients from? So like my big push recently has been like, let me help you understand your equity and what you could do with it without having to sell because everybody else is going, you should sell because I need listings. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going, I don't care if you sell, but I want to be your resource. I want you to come to me when you want to understand this so that you're going to think of me when you are ready to sell way down the line or whenever that that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to like, give factual information and I try not to be boring when I do it but yeah I mean I feel like I'm copying a lot of what you know other realtors across the country are doing so we're all ultimately we have the same goals in mind right so I think it's like though beneficial for you specifically because you go back and forth you can kind of see and like you know, we're obviously not reinventing the wheel, but like right. you can see what's working out in California of reels yeah. and social media that, and then like take that back and then bring it to, yeah. you know, Minnesota because mix it up. a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what is that piece of it kind of like, cause I know we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording yeah. and you were saying that people aren't necessarily as active with social media marketing. Well, where I am in California. So California is a very large state. (laughs) Right. um, Most people, especially from the Midwest, have not like have no comprehension that there's an area in the middle of California that's like not a big city. And so where I am, I'm at the base of the Sequoia Mountains. It's um, very uh, like right above me is a very tourist area. But where I am is all um, nut trees and orange trees for miles and miles and miles and miles. Like if you want table grapes or fresh oranges, I will tell you the oranges here do not taste like they do there. They are amazing and juicy and whatever. So tons of fruit and nuts, a very agricultural area. Um, And then there's like, you know, your sizable town, like cities right around there. Um, But it is like stepping back a little bit in like 10 years ago, like, um, (laughs) showing time. Like we have this asset called showing time where we book showings and we let our clients dictate if they're going to say yes or no. And it saves us as realtors a ton of time going back and forth on phone calls or text messages with our clients and another realtor. Um, down there, 90% of the agents are still saying, call me to set up a showing. And I'm like, how can I set up a tour like this? And Mm -hmm. so there's these little nuances. Um, there's also a lot of charm to the differences here um the expectations are really fast paced and i've gotten used to that and good with it but i also enjoy the balance of like the expectations are a little slower and they don't review offers until monday like there's like a little better work-life balance yes Mm -hmm. um it's like virgin river over there oh my gosh i love that show i watched it on the airplane on the way here 
<laughs> I'm like on the last episode. Yeah, so it is. It's very much like, but it's great for me. Again, as an Aries, I like prayed for years for balance in my life because I was that single mom working 80 hours a week, keeping everyone happy in a hustly environment of Minneapolis. And then I now get to go back and forth. So I get that hustle here and then I go there and it is slower pace and I get to feel a little bit more at ease and peace and like, I don't know, just a, a better balance. But then I miss I miss this. So then I get to come back and yeah, you have the best of both. Worlds. I know. Yeah, I know. Good for you, girlfriend. I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's very unique. I never would have dreamt it for myself, but that's awesome because it sounds like it's just a perfect fit for you. Yeah, it is. So what is, we're going to end with this last okay. question. Well, I don't know. Gracie got any more. <laughs> I may, depending on what her advice okay. is. <laughs> what is the biggest piece of advice you would give to another agent? Or I'm going to switch this up now just based on what is the biggest piece of advice you give yourself when you started in the business? If you could go back and say to Brittany, what would you say? Well, I mean, technically I am... Like, right, I, I have a successful business here, but I am starting from nothing in California right now. So I am like, when I ask my team members to do tasks, I'm like, guys, I am leading by example because I'm doing the same tasks. I'm pulling my own, you know, CMAs 10 a day to my neighbors and I'm door knocking and, you know, doing that stuff. Um, so I'm like, hey, let's go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Like do the tasks, be like consistent every day, mm-hmm. be consistent, like be consistent is like, I know I'm sure you guys hear that a million times, but man, I feel like I'm beating a drum all the time saying all I have to do, if I'm consistent three hours a day, if I time block and stay consistent with my tasks three to four hours a day, my business will build and it will come. Mm -hmm. And so like, that's my biggest word of advice is be consistent and then find out what your passions are because it might not be to be in a thousand clubs. It might be to buy Zillow leads and and call them and be really good at following up on those and convert them. And that that is a great marketing plan for somebody. Mm-hmm. It costs money. So if you're looking to build a business naturally and doing things that you just like that are in your heart, yeah. whether it's through your church, like get involved in your church if that's where your heart is and you want to just have all your clients come from that that place, like that's a great place. But I would say be consistent with whichever things you choose. Don't mix it up every other week because it just doesn't work. I've tried it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like pew, pew, pew. Yeah. I, you know, we've all tried it, right? Yeah. Be consistent and find what you love and don't stop doing it. Well, thank you for I that. I love that. Yeah. That was great advice. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah. This was fun. Thank, thank you. you for it was so fun me. to have you. I feel so honored. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the All American Dream Podcast. We hope you loved it as much as we did. For more content, please follow us on Instagram at All American Dream Podcast. We look forward to chatting with you soon.